Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The go through some emails, check your calendar, see that you have a 45 minute break in the day between meetings, realize this is your moment. So you drive right to McDonald's to pick up something extra delicious ASAP meal. Thank you. There's a meal for every moment at McDonald's. Buy one of your select faves and get another for just a dollar every morning, like a sausage McMuffin or hash browns. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Cowboy meal valid when product served. everyone and welcome to the legal sports report podcast number 84 my name is dustin gauker holding down the fort while everyone else is off for the holidays here right before new year's but we'll go through all the sports betting news that you need to know from the past week and probably some you didn't but we'll go through some big news uh in in florida some numbers as we always like to talk about here on the podcast We hope you'll subscribe, rate, and review to us everywhere where there are podcasts available on the interwebs. You can find the LSR podcast and follow us on Twitter at LSP Report on Twitter. And I'm I'm Dustin Gauker, D-U-S-T-I-N-G-O-U-K-E-R. We'll kick things off, though, with uh, the big news out of Florida. And I say big news only because anytime a large state sneezes and it has sports betting near it, we will we will cover that. But Florida has a, a new bill that will be uh, introduced or is pre-filed for the 2021 legislative session. Uh, I would not be super optimistic, though, that Florida is going to get sports betting anytime soon for a number of reasons. We'll go over that here. But the bill... Uh, Came out from the Senate's uh, SB 392 would authorize sports betting regulated by the Florida Lottery. This is similar to a bill that actually cropped up last year and and died in committee. So, and if you followed uh, what's going on in Florida, you followed uh, legal sports report in the past, you know that it's a complicated state to get something done. And and a lottery bill where where the Seminole Tribe, which runs uh, the casinos in the states, uh, is not involved, looks like it would not be a successful endeavor to to my eyes. Maybe somebody out there disagrees, but you know, just knowing what the history of of gambling in Florida has been, you know, the the big part of it is the, the Seminoles actually stopped payments over over some disagreements in the state in 2019. Those have not yet uh resumed. So the state is already missing out on on that. Sports betting obviously would you know, if you just legalized it outside of the Seminoles, it might be something that turns into revenue, certainly not as much as uh, the revenue that those casinos would provide to the state. So that's the the big thing. We also know uh, from Matt Waters reporting previously, the Senate president said the Senate isn't ready for gambling bills. Uh, there's also the uh, the idea that uh, there's a uh, – a constitutional amendment back in 2018 that uh, makes it harder to make changes to gaming. So there are a lot of things working against the sports betting bill uh, in Florida. Uh, I think you, you pretty much have to see the Seminole tribe come to the table and say, we want to do this. Uh, they will likely either run it by themselves or, you know, uh, there's, a, I guess, a possibility where they would give up a bit of control to let other operators and let uh, other gaming entities in the state do it. But 
that's that's where it's got to start in Florida. So you know, while we have this bill in Florida, and that's you know, people will will uh, cheer, go rah rah, Florida sports betting. This would be huge. We you know, there's a lot of things that have to happen before. Florida will actually legalize sports betting. I don't see this bill as the thing that will do that. Now things can change. Negotiations can happen behind the scenes. And uh, you know, there hasn't been a whole lot of, uh, of reason for optimism in Florida to date, but we'll, we'll see what happens. There at least will be this bill. Will it be a vehicle? Will another bill crop up? We'll all, those are all things we don't know, but we'll certainly be tracking Florida in the new year if anything moves there. But uh, I, I would not place a large bet on Florida legalizing sports betting anytime in the near future. Another state that we're looking at here in the new year is Iowa. Uh, as you know, probably Iowa already has legal sports betting, and that includes online sports betting. The big, the big news in Iowa, though, is that there is now no re- restriction on signing up from anywhere in the state as of January 1st. So the the law is passed in Iowa. You had to actually go to a casino uh, to, to sign up uh, to a physical casino and sportsbook to sign up for a, an online account. That requirement goes away as of January 1st. You can now sign up for any sportsbook from the comfort of your own home or wherever you might be doing it. Uh, you know, that should be a, a big boost to what Iowa sports betting will do in terms of handle and revenue and then tax receipts to the states uh, in to the state in parallel to that. So this is not quite a launch, but it's a big deal for Iowa. You know, you've seen the mar- the market throttled. We've seen other states adopt this model and uh, and Iowa again part of its law. It just had this in the law. That part of the law goes away as of the new year. So we'll see what Iowa does. It, uh, for me it's a definitely an exciting opportunity for the state to try to to see where it lands when it has a fully online model that we've seen across the United States that has worked out very well without without throttling users do. So it's will it be a huge market? No, Iowa is a fairly small state, but, uh, you know, we're going to see multiples of what it's done so far. Um, you know, it's launching into the football playoffs, into uh, for the NFL, into the college football playoffs, Super Bowl in February, if everything goes according to plan. Uh, we have, obviously have, you know, NBA going on. You even have Iowa State, I believe, playing in the Fiesta Bowl uh, right after the year. So that's uh, another big opportunity, possibly right off the bat. Um, you know, we, we're not we, I haven't seen a ton of of operators going rah, rah, this is happening. But, you know, this is a change for them. Uh, they have lots of, of, of irons in the fire, if you will, across the U.S. They already, you know, FanDuel, DraftKings, PointsBet already have sports books live in the states uh bet rivers actually sent out a press release today uh saying they would be fully live and taking online registrations as of january 1st bet rivers of course uh, uh, a brand that's in pennsylvania illinois and and elsewhere uh, with with physical casinos and it's been trying to expand its footprint online so We'll see what Iowa does uh, in terms of where it sits in the market. But um, you know, if I was in, if I was in Iowa, I'd be exciting. You excited? You, sh- you should be able to get a lot of more uh, uh, free bets, bonuses, etc. As as operators try to attract new users, you're also going to see more new sports books enter the state sometime this year. Now that, that in person registration requirement is off the books. Uh, another place where where there's a little bit of a change in what's available as uh, Washington DC. Uh, you now have a William Hill online sportsbook app live as of today. 
in uh, in the city. You cannot, however, bet on the William Hill app anywhere in the, in the city. You can only do it if you're near Capital One Arena, which is the home to the Capitals and the, the Wizards in the city. Uh, that's because the the lottery runs the only app in the state in the yes in the, in the city in the district uh, as a monopoly. Uh, you can though the law did allow for for retail sports books and then uh, online sports books around that venue. So you can actually bet in Capital One Arena and in a geofenced uh, two block radius around. So. The, the interesting part about this is that DC has already seen that this this retail sports book at Capital One Arena by William Hill has already well outperformed the the app Gambit DC, which is around was allowed around the city, which is is a crazy dynamic. Uh, you know, just last month we saw thirteen point seven million in bets at uh, the temporary sports book at William Hill again, retail only, no no online app. And then uh, Gambit did 3.9 million, so that's three and a half x without this app that's going live. So we're gonna we're about to see William Hill likely do some ridiculous multiple of what a what a fully live app is able to do in the city. Uh, you know, for me, it's it's a head scratcher that the lottery looks at these numbers and says, "Man, we're doing this right." They 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 const- they consistently come back to us at least and say, "Hey, we're getting more revenue." Per dollar wager because we have this monopoly, blah blah blah. But one, there's there's a point at which you you got to realize you realize that you're not marketing it well. Your your product is not that good. You know the William Hill Sportsbook is certainly a better product than the Gambit app in DC. Uh, you still have to go to the physical arena to do this, but you know people are willing to stand in line and bet at the at the retail sportsbook already. I'm sure people will download the app, put some money on. Go to the two block radius, start placing some bets, uh, you know, without having to stand in that line. We're going to see, I would imagine, a a lot of money bet in D.C. at the William Hill Sportsbook. And I I don't know what the multiple will be or will be up to like 5X, 7X. uh, I don't know. But it's uh, if I were if I were the lottery in D.C., I'd be looking at this and saying, what the heck are we doing wrong? Why? Why? One, if we're going to run this as a monopoly, we should be doing better, too. Is a, is a monopoly the right thing for for DC? This is meant to, to help funds, you know, as in any many states, supposed to provide revenue, and there's it's clearly not providing the amount of revenue that it should be if uh, you know if there were a fully open market where multiple multiple operators were allowed to be in, and then in turn pay tax revenue to the city, and that's a better customer customer experience as well. You're you know I I know people in DC. I'm I went to school in DC and lived there for a while. I know people there and people, you know, look at it and it's, it's got bad pricing. It's not a good user experience as far as the app and the website. There's a lot of things not going on. So it'll be interesting to see how, how this does with the William Hill sports book going live. Uh, you'll also have competition from Virginia here in short order. Virginia is going live sometime. Uh, we believe before the Super Bowl, we don't have a whole lot of, uh, as we've talked about before, we don't know, don't really know when it'll be live, but that's coming as well. So, uh, you know, lots, if you're in the, in the DMV, you have a lot more options coming to you here in the near future. Uh, next thing up, we had Nevada retard its numbers uh, for sports betting uh, for November as probably aware Nevada badly trails everybody else reporting. So we kind of get Nevada numbers well after everybody we get everybody else's kind of at the beginning and middle of the month. So 
Well, we know Nevada did $610 million in handle in the month of November. That is, if you remember, far off what uh, we saw in New Jersey, which was over $900 million. So I think, we've, I think we've put a fork in the idea that Nevada will ever be the number one sports betting market in terms of handle again, unless something changes with, again, with its remote registration requirements uh, or in-person registration requirements in the, the state where you have to, again, sign up at a sports book. And uh, that's obviously obviously not ideal. It's throttling Nevada as it is, uh, as it has Iowa and other states where this has been. So, you know, New Jersey has almost certainly taken over the mantle of of the leading operator, uh, the leading state in terms of how much money is going to be bet. I don't see that genie going back in the bottle anytime soon. Uh, the other part of this, we are this means we've already passed three billion in handle across the U.S. all markets with all those numbers, including Nevada. And that's without Illinois even reporting. They had uh, $430 million in bets in October. Almost certainly will be higher in November and probably December as well. We'll probably be topping half a billion in, in November uh, in Illinois. So we're talking, you know, we're probably talking maybe in December, we're talking $4 billion wagered across the U.S., uh, we're at, we're going to start adding states. We have the aforementioned Iowa, which will ramp up. There's a lot to, lot to go on. We're we're just going to see this continually grow, and it'll be you know, that, that that top line number is certainly flashy when we see we start, you know, see three billion, and we're going to continue growing it, uh, you know, in the months and, and years ahead. Here certainly, this is not a, not a done deal. So many states are are still new to this. We just had Tennessee launch. It's going to grow. Here soon, Colorado launched in May. It will continue to grow. You know, even established markets like New Jersey, we're going to almost certainly see a billion dollars plus in, in handle uh, in the near future, if not December, sometime in 2021. So, um, so yeah, big big top line numbers. Uh, we also have a teaser of what we're going to see in December. I guess when we have we had the the actually the governor of New Hampshire, Chris Sununu, tweet out what happened with sports betting in the state. Now, New Hampshire is not something we talk a lot about, but small state. They they contracted with the DraftKings to be the monopoly operator there. But the interesting thing is it's done fairly well for a monopoly. We Sununu tweeted out that there will be 300 million wagered over year one. New Hampshire actually launched right around the start of the new year last year. And that's resulted in $10 million to education. Uh, and we, I mean, we also know from looking at the numbers that this is this will be a, the best month in history for New Hampshire or the short history of New Hampshire sports betting. Uh, it will be the biggest month out of all of the months. And that includes the other months with, with football in them and what's going on. We know, again, we know NBA, college basketball in December have uh, have helped boost handle. And this is our first example of that. So we may be seeing record months again in December. Again, this is not the trend we've seen in the past, but this is a strange year with the pandemic and the sports calendar being out of whack and the you know, NBA launching into this uh, Certainly, we already saw. I uh, saw today ratings were were up year over year for uh, or season over season at least for the first week of NBA. Obviously, NBA launched right before Christmas this year. Usually, it's a fall launch um, when they when they usually launch. So that's not apples to apples, but still, uh, we're seeing more interest in the NBA. Uh, we, the ratings were down over the course of the bubble se- the the conclusion of the bubble season, but already up pretty significantly in the first week of, of the NBA's return. And that, uh, you know, that should translate into interest from the gambling side as well. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, the New Hampshire numbers kind of t- take us a look, give us a look at what we're going to see, which again, I think uh, we're, we're 
getting used to the the new normal and and way the way the calendar falls we should see a little bit more normalcy uh 2021 with the sports calendar and what's going on and sports returning to normal hopefully with the with the the pandemic and a vaccine but we'll see so uh the only other thing we have here we have a lot of great content up at lsr this week uh we have the stories of the year what we our thoughts on 2020 from from me and adam candy brad allen matt waters we all gave our thoughts on what what happened in 2020 and made our bold predictions for 2021 including which states we think might legalize and other big big stories that we're going to be tracking um in sports betting come the new year so i would go check those out i'm sure we'll uh talk about that when uh the usual host matt brown returns along with adam so we'll uh we'll dig into all of that and uh have a longer podcast with with more people than within just me here to to review all of it so thanks for listening everyone hope you have a great holiday with the new year and we'll see you in the new year with another lsr podcast thanks so much The go through some emails, check your calendar, see that you have a 45-minute break in the day between meetings, realize this is your moment. So you drive right to McDonald's to pick up something extra delicious ASAP. Meal. Thank you. There's a meal for every moment at McDonald's. Buy one of your select faves and get another for just a dollar every morning, like a sausage McMuffin or hash browns. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal valid when product served. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.